Holy shit, we've got audio. We've got opening music and everything. Welcome to The Objective, a Battlefield podcast. My name is Brad, your host, as always, of course. I'm going to fade this down. Just like a some kind of professional podcast. Holy shit, look at that. I don't. I think I just stop it at some point, or I could just kind of let it play. Lots of people just talk over. If you listen to a lot of other shows, a lot of radio shows, they talk over music for a long time before they stop it. So I'm going to talk over for just a little bit. While I mention my Twitter handle at Bradley Lance, follow me at Bradley Lance on Twitter, and of course follow me on Twitch at Twitch.tv/dubfire33, where I live broadcast the recording of these podcasts. And thank you. To my executive producer, Aaron. My brother from another mother's wife. Thank you very much for that. And then we'll turn that back up. So in case we want some more. Yeah, there you go. All right. Hey, how's everyone doing? Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Uh, how's everyone doing out there? Hope everyone's staying safe. Uh Appreciate all the downloads. I've been getting some good listens, and I uh, hope everyone's enjoying the podcast. Uh, I've been uh, I've been working on show notes this week, so I actually have some stuff to talk about this week. So that should be fun and exciting. Um, but first, I actually have an ad. I have ad, ad I have uh, advertisements to mention. I have sponsors. Not really. These are not paid sponsors. I think I have to disclose that actually. Uh, but I have some uh, people I want to mention just to get their name out there just to, you know, um, because uh, they're people I want to talk about and I want you to know about them. Uh, so first off, I want to mention the Mad Dwarf Bakery. That's right, the Mad Dwarf Bakery. Look them up on Facebook. Just search for the Mad Dwarf Bakery. Uh, that is my wife's aunt and uncle's uh, business out of their home who bake incredibly fucking delicious scones and shortbread. So if you want to have, if you would like to try some incredibly delicious scones and shortbread, and I'm not talking about like some bullshit dried up fucking scones you would buy at like Starbucks or your local grocery store. I'm talking about real homemade, homemade with love, lots of love and lots of butter. Lots and lots of butter, uh, scones and shortbread. They are seriously they're le- they're the legit thing. Uh, my wife's uncle and uh, his wife uh, are experienced bakers, experienced uh, just cooks all around. And uh, my uh, wife's uncle, who's uh, who goes by the nickname of Gar. Uh, I mean, G-A-R. I'm sold. You said butter. It sounds amazing. Right? Exactly. Yeah. That, everyone, that's my executive producer, Aaron, waving hi on twitch.tv. Where did you say you could find that again? You can find those on Facebook. Just search for the Mad Dwarf Bakery. Their uh, their Facebook handle is actually, I, I meant to like, I should probably, I'll, I'll put it in the show notes for sure. So check out the show notes. I'll put the actual like facebook.com slash, but it's a little different. It's like, Bake Dwarf Mad. It's a little strange. I don't know why they had to do it that way exactly. But so, but if you search for the Mad Dwarf Bakery on Facebook, you'll find them. Yeah, so they make all kinds of flavors, all kinds of flavors of delicious shortbread and scones, and uh, they are delivering. They're taking orders. So if you want to check them out, please check them out on Facebook. 
delivery and butter. I'm in. <laughs> but delivering butter. I mean, what's better than that? It, it's like the 1930s it's all over again. Yep. <laughs> do, they might just, if you live in the local Detroit area, you, they may just deliver it right to your doorstep, actually. 100% on board. Hey, there you go. Uh, and so the uh, the second sponsor of this podcast, who's not actually a sponsor, I'm not getting paid for this, I just someone I want to mention, uh, the Vaping Viking. I'm, I'm going to probably talk about the Vaping Viking every single podcast just because uh, you want to follow the Vaping Viking on Twitch, twitch.tv slash the Vaping Viking. Follow him on Twitter uh, at the Vaping Viking. And I'll, I'll tell you why you want to follow this person on, on twitch.tv especially is because this person wants to give you his money. He literally just wants to give you money. And I you want know, money. Uh, everyone wants money. And you know how he wants to give you money? He wants, to, he wants you to show up at his streams and he wants you to either play a trivia game or oh, he's trying to. Oh, I'm a bad person. I said I was going to go to his trivia streams. Oh, and you and never I did. That's right. You were talking with me. Oh my god. Yep. I'm literally going to do it right now. Yeah, follow him right now. Well, how? Okay. Aaron, Llama Llama, Llama Llama Unicorn. That's another Twitch channel you could follow. She's going to the Vaping Vikings Twitch Twitch channel right oh, now and giving him a follow because this person wants Viking. to give you his money. He is. Uh, just an incredibly cool Follow. and generous person. There you go. See, and and, he just and, does it and a good like like on Twitch, like he, you just go he, live and. Well, he's got a schedule. Okay. And well, he has done some random streams, but um, he does have a schedule. I believe he's gonna like do a stream every Saturday night, and play a trivia game, play an interactive uh, game in the chat, which I believe he's you know trying. He's been trying to get that to work, but I guess it hasn't been working very well. But he's gonna get that working, I'm sure, because he's. He's an incredibly intelligent and, you know, a dashingly handsome man. And, you know, we uh, with as guys like guys like that profile gen- generally tend to get things done. So right? anyway. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's who just doesn't a, love trivia. Who doesn't love trivia? Trivia is f- always fun. Trivia is tons it's like of fun. bar trivia at home. The beer's cheaper. Yeah. You don't have to wait on anyone. And no, like you, you exactly. Yeah. Wear your pajamas and not feel bad about it. You only, you know. Obviously, the obvious hazards of you know tripping on your way to the you know refrigerator to get beer, but well, yeah, nobody's gonna see you. <laughs> so, so anyway, so yeah, so follow the vaping Viking. So if you're listening to this, thank you again for all the downloads. Thank you for all the listens, and and definitely give the vaping Viking a follow. Check out the Mad Dwarf Bakery on Facebook. Search for them. Uh, so that's it for my sponsors that don't pay me. I'm pretty sure I have to disclose that. So just to make sure. Uh, so I do have an announcement about the podcast. Uh, so something I have talked about for quite a while, I've mentioned it a few times in the podcast, how I want to do a big feature. It's the whole feature episode of one of the battlefield games uh, as a full podcast, as a full episode. And I have got it scheduled. It's going to happen in two weeks from now. I'm going to do a whole feature on Battlefield 1942. And I'm going to be joined by a very good friend of mine by the name of Ted. Or Ted Lee, that we call him. His name is not Ted. His name is Josh. But that is that is how we know him affectionately. Uh, so yeah, and Josh is a very good friend of mine who I've known for a long time. He is a big Battlefield gamer. So I felt like it made sense to have someone else to talk to, to have someone, you know, someone to go back and forth with. 
offer different perspectives on the game and things like that. And just, you know, shoot the shit with, right, about the game. And uh, I, I know it's, it's going to seem a little weird doing it because it's an older game. 1942 is from, in, you know, in video game years is pretty fucking old. Uh, but, I mean, you know, it's, it's the first one in the whole series. It's what kicked off this incredible franchise. So I figured it was, it's really only the right thing to do is to, you know, do the big feature episode on a, on a, on a Battlefield game to do it on 1942, Battlefield 1942. So so mark your calendars. Two weeks from tonight, I will, my friend and I will be doing a nice big feature episode on Battlefield 1942. So if you ever, so if you're a Battlefield gamer, or, you know, if you're just a video, you know, game nerd in general, and you always, you know, you maybe you heard about that game, or you know about the Battlefield series, but you've never played any of the games before, and you want to hear about this one, listen in. I think you'll enjoy it, because that game actually had... For its time, it had a lot to offer. It had a lot to offer. It was a, an incredible in its scope. It was pretty forward for its time, and and the things that the designers put in the game. Um, I don't think there was any kind of like a, a conquest style first person shooter game before that. There were team style games, obviously, before that. Um, uh, you know. Uh, Wolfenstein, Return to Castle Wolfenstein had really good multiplayer that had some a good team games uh, and Unreal Tournament, Unreal Tournament and Quake shit like that, you know, good, you know, team based games, but nothing like on a massive scale where you felt like you were really, like really, you know, participating in a massive battle, pushing back and forth and shit like that. So the game really had a lot to offer for its time. And, and I think it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, talking about that game with Josh, of course, because he's he, he liked the game and everything. So that, uh, so yeah, so mark your calendars. Two weeks. That's we're gonna do that episode for sure. Um, so that's my that's my only announcement for tonight's podcast. A um, couple, a few segments I was gonna get to tonight. Um, I'll just start with the first one that I got here. Uh, so I ran across um, a particular streamer by way of another streamer who I'm gonna mention right now, and her name is well, her name is Ash. That's how we know her in the stream. I also know another streamer named Aaron by way of Llama Llama Unicorn. Figure out how to spell it because I'm not spelling it. She doesn't actually stream. but She, she does sometimes. But give her a follow anyways because she is an incredibly cool person and incredibly nice enough to let me use her and her husband's house to record my shit podcast. So, uh, so anyway, so, so I came across a particular streamer who happened to be a YouTube streamer who is a fan of the Battlefield games. But I have to I have to connect these dots. I have to play the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon here. So I, I figured out, I, I found out who the streamer was through way of Hack Attack 25, who is an awesome streamer, amazingly cool girl to follow on twitch.tv slash Hack Attack 25. Uh, she's a totally awesome video game nerd. Uh, who's just a shit ton of fun to watch and listen to and interact with. She's totally interactive with chat. She plays video games. She hasn't been playing a whole bunch of video games lately because she just wasn't having a whole lot of fun doing it, so she figured she'd just want to talk to people, so she goes back and forth a lot. So you should absolutely give her a follow. But I'm going to try to uh, double-check. I'm pretty sure it's Hack Attack 25. Pretty sure it is. Let me just double-check real quick. Uh, 
Yeah, Hack Attack 25. Okay, so give her a follow on Twitch. And she happens to be friends with a particular other streamer called Billy Eat World. And Billy Eat World uh, happens to be a, a, a YouTuber, apparently from way back, and apparently someone who plays Battlefield quite a bit. Apparently someone who plays Battlefield enough to where he actually got a very advanced copy of the game Battlefield 5. So I decided to check in on Billy World's stream, and I was watching his stream, and I decided to chat with him a little bit, and I told him, which I have mentioned in this podcast, I told him how I, I've basically made my call, and I am pretty much convinced that uh, the next game is going to be... Oh, that's desktop audio. Sorry. See, I'm still new to this. I switched to something on the other desktop and I got a whole bunch of desktop audio. I hope it's not going to kill this. Uh, why am I getting... Okay, there we go. I can turn desktop... Okay, if you couldn't hear me a second ago because I turned desktop audio down on Twitch... Anyway, you can hear me on the podcast, so I'm just going to stop fucking rambling about this. Anyway, so I ran into Billy Eat World, who's a big Battlefield gamer. He's a YouTuber. He got an advanced copy of Battlefield Five. So I started talking to him a little bit and I mentioned him. I'm making the call. I'm convinced that the next battlefield game is going to be futuristic. I'm, I'm convinced it's going to be a sequel to bet to battlefield 2142. And he proceeded to tell me on his, on his live on his stream. Uh, she just, he said, you know, uh, he said he would be surprised if dice didn't release a modern game because he believes the community will shred them if they don't release a modern game as the next title. So, that very much puts my prediction <laughs> in jeopardy. Uh, not that I really care; it's just a fucking prediction. But whatever, I'm just—I mean, I'm just—I—I—I I, 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 you know, I—I I called my shot. I'm saying, oh, it's definitely going to be, a, which I am still kind of sticking to. But now I'm really not sure, and. I wonder if he has a point, and I wonder how much Dice really, how much Dice may be thinking about that particular, you know, element of them, of what kind of game they're going to produce. I don't know. Tell me what you think. Uh, oh, by the way, I created a Discord server. I will put the link to the Discord server uh, in the show notes. Um but uh, follow me on Twitter at Bradley Lance. Follow me. Give me a follow on Twitter. And if you're a really, if you're a really passionate Battlefield gamer and you're listening to this, tweet at me. Tell me what you think. How do you think? How would you react to whether it's a modern game or what's or whether it's a futuristic game that they release next? Because I I think he he may have a point because Battlefield Five was very poorly received. We know everyone knows that. A lot of people liked Battlefield 1. It was actually a, uh, it was a pretty successful game. And it was actually really well done. Battlefield 5, not per, very poorly received. It wasn't, good at, it wasn't good at first. I know a lot of people really fucking hated it at first. Uh, it got better with some updates. Uh, but according to him, he, he seems to think the community will shred dice. Well, he said 
I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, I think the community will shred them if they don't release a, a modern game. And I found that really surprising when he said that. Um, because the thing is, is Battlefield 2142 was an incredibly popular game. People loved it. But I get, I get why, I think I get why he may be saying that because people, because Battlefield 4, Battlefield 24, 2142 is really old by video game standards. It's, it was released forever ago. And Battlefield 4 was very much there. It's very much the pinnacle of the series. It's, it's the best game. It's debatable. A lot of people will tell it, try to tell you Battlefield 3 is the best game, but I mean, if you were, everyone knows Battlefield 4 is really what they wanted Battlefield 3 to be. They, they, the, the quality of life improvement from 3 to 4 was major. Like, Battlefield 4 just had better interface, better, you know, uh, game mechanics. Lots of better game mechanics. Um, but there were things about 3 that people really loved. Some of the maps, some of the weapons, shit like that. Anyway, so it's just, so I could see why he would say that, because people are longing for four. I mean, you know, Battlefield One and Battlefield Five compromise the last two Battlefield games of the last like seven seven years, right? Six, seven years. So it's been a really long time since we've had a really good modern you know, battlefield with a modern feel to it. So I don't know. You tell me what you think. You tell me if you if if you're listening, you know, tell me if you think you would hate if they didn't come out with a modern game. I wouldn't. Personally, I would not hate if they didn't come out with a modern game. Um, and I think they... I, I, I don't... Obviously, Electronic Arts has been concentrating on Apex Legends, which is one of the reasons why... Which is what I, I've... Some of the news that I've read has suggested that the reason DICE hasn't released a new Battlefield game is because Electronic Arts really wanted to concentrate on Apex Legends to get Apex Legends out there. That's fine. The so free-to-play battle royale; those have been really successful lately. So I can understand why they would want that game to be out there, um, and kind of put dice on the back burner for now in terms of what they're doing. But obviously, you know, Battlefield is still an incredibly successful trans franchise. So it's like you know, they know they're going to get another game out there eventually. So, and they could do with with the technology with with the. Game developers, what's at their disposal now? I mean, they could they the, the sequel to Battlefield twenty one forty two. If they made a sequel, if they made twenty one forty, it would be so much fucking fun. You guys don't understand. I may skip. We're gonna do Battlefield nineteen forty two. I may skip Vietnam and just go right to another feature for Battlefield twenty one forty two, just to like really give you guys an idea of how much fun that game is. Really get you guys into it. it Unfortunately, it's probably unplayable now just because you wouldn't really... I don't know. You, if you installed it, you might find some servers. You might find some servers to play on. You might not. I don't know. And it just wouldn't... The thing is, is, it really wouldn't... The quality of life of that game would not feel anything like a game you're playing now because it's so old. But at the time, obviously, it was you know, it was, a, it was a really fun game to play. Um, so, yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. Obviously. Got to wait for some news here. Uh which I, I think, I think there, I think there, there will be some kind of teaser for the next Battlefield game around at the, my at the earliest Thanksgiving, maybe, 
at least some kind of teaser trailer. Thanksgiving, if not Thanksgiving, then definitely December. It's got to be. I mean, that's around the Christmas, around the holidays and stuff like that. You know, that's when video game companies do their best to, like, you know, get eyes on something they're making. And uh, they're making the game. They're definitely making the game. We know that. Electronic Arts announced that, you know, there's definitely going to be a Battlefield title in twenty in 2021, so. So, that's my thoughts on that. Those are my thoughts on that. That's my thoughts on that. Is that even good English? Nailed it. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm on board. <laughs> Aaron's on board, so it's fine. Executive executive producer of the objective of Battlefield podcast, uh, which brings me to my next point. I'm sorry. I whispered my husband's a genius <laughs> because I said, what is a five letter long stemmed mushroom? And he said, morale. And I was like, ah. yeah, morales, the fucking gift that keeps on giving that the gift, the gift that Michigan, the gift that Michigan gives. Yep. Yeah. Well, <gasps> probably. Oh, fucking. Oh, well, there's. Um, so Aaron's. That's fine. It's it's podcast. It's not FCC regulated. You can fucking swear all the fuck you want. So there is. So what you're hearing now is Aaron playing the New York Times crossword puzzle. F- a long stemmed mushroom. Okay. I. Can I just make sure I'm not the only one that that like comes to the obvious conclusion on this one? Thirty five down, three letters, mm-hmm. a pen, that's full of oink. Pig pen. Yeah, but it's only three letters. Pig. Yeah. Pe- oh, so so pig. A right. pen that's full of. Okay. Oil. Yeah. So pig. Yeah. But it's not right. No. <laughs> what else could it even be? A a pen that's full of oink. A. Yeah. Oh fuck! There's got to be a um three letter word for some kind of like a cage. There must be a three letter word for some kind of holding, holding something. Hold. You know a. a Something that would hold things. Yeah. I mean, like, what a great clue for the word pig. But it's pig not. pen. No, you're right. That's right. <sighs> so anyway. Okay. Oh, my God. He can hear us from the bedroom, and he just typed, he just texted me, sty. Sty. That's it's it. fucking sty. Yeah, sty. That's, that's, I, yeah, he was, yeah. So if that's, anyone was curious, I'm I knew there was, I knew there was a three-letter word for a yeah. holding, it's a sty. Yeah. I'm the substitute executive producer. The executive producer oh, no, 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 is in bed. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. There's a no. Every every sports talk show I ever listen to, you've got like you've got a producer and you've got an executive producer. So <gasps> you're executive producer. That's your that's your that's your title. All right, so on to my next subject, which. Uh, I'm gonna talk a little. I'm gonna so I, I'm gonna talk a little bit about Cold War, Call of Duty Cold War, um, because it's got a bunch of game modes that seem to be a lot like Battlefield game modes. Interesting. Uh, not because I think, not because I think they're trying to kill Battlefield. Uh, it seems that you know they're just trying to offer up. Uh, a little bit something different, you know, to Call of Duty players that maybe they um, haven't experienced before in Call of Duty, of course, you know, combined arms, it's called. 
um, combined arms assault, technically. Um, and Razanon and Tanner Dropshot talked about uh, this particular game mode on their, not their latest episode, but uh, a couple episodes ago uh, as of uh, October 16th, 2020. Um, and... It's out, you know. It's a game mode where two teams battle from each side of the map uh, to to control uh, flags or control points. Uh, but the way the game works is you have to control the control points in order, or you know, in a linear fashion. So, which is to say, if you've got points, you know, A, B, C, D, and E, you rush to A and you you know take control of A. If you've taken control of A, that means you can take control of B, right? But if you have not taken control of B, then you cannot take control of C. You have to take them in order. You've got to get them in order. And I was in, I was actually listening to the podcast live, twitch.tv slash Razanon. You can listen to the Drop Shot Call of Duty podcast being recorded live there um, every Wednesday and Saturday. So, and I offered, and I'm, you know, sort of like the battlefield guy of that community. Um, And I offered up, it's similar to a game mode in Battlefield called Rush, which is close to that, but it's not exactly that. This is actually closer to a game mode in Battlefield called Chainlink, which is very much the same thing. You got to get the flags in order, and you, you, you can only take control, you know, of the flags that you, you know, of next in line and you have to have control. Um, it's, and it's a, it's a very fun way to play actually, because it offers, you know, it, 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 it sort of, rather than the fight taking place all over the map in the way, like a, you know, the way with in a battlefield game, you know, you, you sort of have to keep things offensive on one point defense and the team, you know, defends another point. Um, which was which was a fun change for Battlefield as well when they introduced this game mode because, you know, we were so used to Battlefield being this massive fight all over the map and it was kind of fun that you got this different experience of, you know, oh, this is kind of fun. It's like, because it was very similar to Rush. Rush is a game mode where there's two consoles and one team is trying to assault the consoles or, you know, computer terminals, I, I believe they were called, and two, you know, the other team is trying to defend those terminals. And the only way the uh, offensive team advanced was to destroy both terminals, which meant a player had to get up to the terminal, had to hold down, you know, the interact key until it started up. And then you had to wait. You Then you had to defend the terminal you activated, you know, for, uh, I believe, about 30 seconds, actually. And then once the offensive team destroyed both terminals, then you advance to the next terminals and so on and so on, and the team the team would defend them. So that's Rush. So this is actually a little bit different than Rush. It's more like a chain link game. Um, but we'll see how it we'll see how they do it in this game. I mean, I, if it's if it's exactly the way I described, then it's just a very linear kind of system. You've got the the thing, you know, you got the the flags that you, you got to control in order. And it does, it makes it so that, like, if that means, you know, the, the team, the players, if players who don't care about playing the objective are going to go wherever the fuck they want on the map and they're just going to try to get their kills. 
but it's not going to help the game. You know, when it's not going to help you win the game whatsoever. You know, because you can kill those defenders. Like if you're if you're doing a good job of like flanking the defenders, that means they can't defend the next flag. But it also is making you very vulnerable, and you're also not helping to take the next flag. If it's a t- you know, that's what team based games are about. So, but it's also just going to be like it's going to be twelve v twelve. So it's not going to be like a particularly it says you know, the match gets rolling with two teams of twelve spreading out across the map to fight for control of a central neutral capture zone. Once that objective is captured, the next one opens up deeper into the enemy territory. It's not going to be that big, and it's not going to be nearly as big as the Battlefield game, obviously, but it offers up something a little bit different for Cold War, for sure. Um, Which brings me to my next point. Um, A particular uh, streamer slash CEO of the Dropshot of Call of Duty podcast, Tanner, Drop shot, uh, otherwise known as TDS, has mentioned a couple times that he seems to think Treyarch is trying to bury the Battlefield series, as you know they're trying to they're just trying to kill Battlefield, as as he put it. Well, they're just trying to kill Battlefield with these game modes. These game modes are so much like Battlefield. This, they're offering up an experience that all the Battlefield gamers are going to love so much that apparently they're never going to play a Battlefield game again. Seems to be seemed to be what he suggested. The way he put it, you know, they're just gonna oh, they're just trying to kill Battlefield. Their game, their last two games sucked. Their last, their last game sucked. Battlefield One did not suck. But I'm here to tell all of you, Treyarch and or Infinity Ward and or Activision is not gonna kill Battlefield. Digital Illusions CE, otherwise known as DICE, is an incredibly competent group of developers and community managers and uh, creative, just creative video game makers. <laughs> it's a very, they are an incredibly talented bunch. They have clearly made some incredibly successful games. Battlefield 4, Battlefield 3. Battlefield 2142, Battlefield 1, uh, Battlefield Hardline, which was a very popular game, you know, which was a very, very different take on Battlefield. It was like this weird kind of like cops versus robbers Battlefield, but it was a lot of fun. So, yeah, don't let's let's not go there. Let's let's not go there, Tanner, with my Gen Xer take of let's not go there. I can't. <laughs> I know. I can't muster up a whole lot of like, you know, young person talk for something like this because I'm just not a young person. I'm 44 fucking years old, but trust me, the Battlefield series is never dead. It will never be dead. Battlefield 5 was a stinker, no question. Uh, Battlefield 1, yeah, it was not the most popular Battlefield game ever, but a lot of people really liked it. It was it was really well done. It's actually, it's, is <laughs> it, if nothing else, it's an anachronistic experience. Because the game was just, it was so, it, it was weird just shooting, you know, playing with all these old bolt action rifles and there were submachine guns, but they sucked. And, but there were like the big crazy machine guns, like the World War One machine guns and shit. And I mean, you know, if nothing else, it was like kind of a history lesson that was really fun to play, <laughs> you know? So, and it looked beautiful too. The, um, oh, 
fuck. I'm, I'm completely blanking on the name of the engine. Frostbite. The Frostbite engine is an, is pretty fucking great. So, trust me, by no means is Treyarch or Activision going to kill Battlefield. The fuck out of here. That dog shit take. Tanner. All right. So, anyway. Um, so, I talked about... I talked about Chainlink. I talked about... Yeah. Oh, um, one other thing I was going to mention, too. So, uh, so I'm going to go straight up uh, uh, Modern Warfare talk right now. Activision talked about Modern Warfare. Uh some really crazy things have been happening in modern warfare lately. Um, specifically along the lines of, uh, some of the weapons that they've been introducing. Um, the AA 12, the, uh, the fully automatic, the fucking batshit crazy fully, fully automatic shotgun. Um, they released a marksman rifle, the name of which is completely escaping me right now, but I don't really fucking care because it's a dumb, like, just fucking SAPO2 name, I, whatever. It's just some bullshit name. It's but it's a marksman rifle, um, and both these weapons were introduced. Oh, and the AS Val. It's called. I think it's called something else in the game too. But everyone knows it. And everyone, anyone who's played uh, Battlefield, Battlefield uh, had the AS Val. Um, uh, PUBG had the AS Val. Anyone. So anyone that's played those games know of the weapon I'm speaking of. And they all, they released all these weapons into season six specifically. And they're just fucking crazy OP right off the bat. Just bullshit, crazy OP. Just fucking, uh, the, the marksman rifle that I mentioned, apparently all the kids kept calling it hit scan, which you think being a, a old video game nerd as myself, I'd think I would have known what that meant, but I actually did not know what that meant. Um, I mean, I, once I heard, once I heard it explained, obviously I understood it completely, uh, which to give a quick brief explanation of that, it was just to say hit scan meant it's actually, it's actually funny. Did you ever play duck hunt, Aaron? Do you remember duck hunt on NES? <laughs> that's right. Duck hunt. <laughs> That's how the duck. duck. That's how the duck. That yeah, that's the duck, duck laughing at you when you miss it because you didn't kill it. Exactly. Yes. So well, okay, I quote played duck hunt. I attempted it, to play duck hunt. No, of course. Count? Yeah, okay. everyone attempted to in every every kind of yeah way you could possibly think of. So duck hunt actually worked on this crazy kind of system where like whenever you pull the trigger on that gun, right? Basically. It actually, because it had a direct signal to your TV, it actually, within a, in a blink of an eye second, it would actually make your screen go black. But you didn't notice it because it happened so fast. You couldn't notice it with the, yeah, you didn't notice it with the human. Right. And if is if the gun, if you happen to be pointing on the gun on the, on the small frame that was still light, the gun could detect it and it would say, oh, yeah, you hit what you're supposed to hit. Oh. So that's, yeah, so that's how that, so that's how that worked. And so... In modern first-person shooters, hit scan basically worked exactly the same way. Just better. Much better, right? Yeah, but it was very similar concept. They would uh, some games actually would code, you know, a bullet leaving your gun, and that bullet was an actual little physical object, and it would travel the 3D map, and it would hit something. But some games would just say, "Okay, that you know, player one has got his reticle on player two. And he's pulled the trigger, so that means 
he gets a hit. Instantaneous yeah. hit, exactly. Hit no scan. No reaction time. Not exactly. No reaction. Have much no bullet reaction travel time. time. Exactly. Yeah. There's just like you said, like a split second of reaction time. Probably right. Yeah. There's probably a split second of reaction time, which I did, which I don't think I ever knew existed until I heard. You know, the guys on the drop shot talking about hit scan. I don't think, I thought I always just assumed that when you played a, a 3D first person shooter game, like maybe not like, you know, uh, Castle Wolfenstein or like Doom or whatever, because those games are not even really 3D. They kind of look 3D. So so they call this weapon hit scan because it basically, so this is a game where all the other guns do have bullets leaving the guns or whatever, but this gun was so fucking OP that it just did so much damage and the bullet velocity was so fast that as soon as you pointed at someone and clicked your fucking mouse, they were just dead. Done so. <laughs> yeah, just done. Wow. Right, so there was that, and then there was the AA-12, which is a batshit crazy, fully automatic shotgun. Uh, and then there was the AS-Val, which came up, they, there was a, a, a magazine, of this, a 10-round magazine of bullets that went through walls. And with like, and people could throw the snapshot grenades. They could see people through walls, and they could just fucking kill everybody. So, and this is this is not completely uncommon to modern warfare that this something like this would happen, but this did happen in another game, quite a lot that was once owned by Activision for quite a long time, uh, but then recently divorced Activision, and that game is Destiny Two. Destiny 2 did this shit a lot. They would release batshit crazy OP weapons and they knew they were doing it. We've basically we've basically come to the conclusion, the community, as it were, um, came to the conclusion that like, oh, they fucking know what they're doing. They're, rele- they're releasing these batshit crazy weapons because it was just fun. People were having fun with them. And there was, there, there were, in Destiny 2 specifically, there was a trace rifle uh, called Eye of, Eye of Osiris. Fuck, man, it's been forever since I've played Destiny 2. And it was just melt. It was this trace rifle, and the trace rifle is basically this cool fucking weapon that, like, shot us. Like, you would shoot it, and you would just see this solid fucking laser. And as long as you kept that solid laser on your enemy, it would just melt them. And this weapon melted guy, melted people in, like, two seconds. It was ridiculous. Um and then when they re-release Cyrus Regime, Cyrus Regime, <laughs> uh, which is an auto rifle, it was just way fucking OP. It's just it's it's bullet damage was ridiculous. And they did this a, a couple other times too. Um, and they and actually Bungie did this after they left Activision. So it's I don't know. I don't know if someone. Infinity Ward was kind of like taking a cue from Bungie or someone at Activision took a cue from Bungie and went to Infinity Ward and was like, hey, you know what? It's, yeah, I know, like, look, or someone at Infinity Ward or whatever, there's like, you know what? I know these weapons are OP. These weapons are ridiculously OP, but guess what? People talk about them. When these stupid OP weapons come out, guess what? Our game gets pub. You know, our people talk about the game in streamers. You know, streamers and everyone else and everyone else in the community goes batshit crazy about these weapons because, like, they're just, you know, they're shooting through walls or they're hit scanning or whatever. So, uh, you know, it, it tends to get talked about in Infinity Ward deserves the, you know, the, sort of the bad press because this Modern Warfare was not the greatest game, was not their best effort by any stretch of the imagination. But it gets kind of it tends to get talked about in the sense that like oh this community you know this dev team is terrible look at these stupid weapons look at these oh they're shit 
they know what they're doing. They did they they did that shit on purpose because they know people talk about them. They know people, you know, they know they get pub. All the streamers talk about them. Everyone complains about them, and every which means publicity. No publicity is bad publicity. It's really what it comes down to. So, just kind of keep that in mind, you know, in the future when shit like this happens. I, we we shit on some of these dev teams because these games, all oh, these games are so bad, and these oh, these they can't do shit. They can't make good patch notes, but you know they're not all complete. They're not all idiots. They know what they're doing. Like I said, Bungie did this. And they knew it, and they they never really, uh, they never outright admitted it, but they essentially they would like you know they would make these social media posts, along the lines of, oh we noticed uh, we noticed everyone's having a lot of fun with that new trace rifle, yeah sorry about how you know oh, sorry about how powerful it is, with all you know there'll be a fix next week. They would actually yeah they would literally say like oh there's not a hot there's not a hot fix incoming like tomorrow. It's like yeah. We'll get around to a fix for it. But in the meantime, have fun with that weapon. So, you know, they know what they're doing. They know they know how that shit works. People talk about them. And uh, they should, you know, because it... And it is... Yeah, it's... Does it break the game for a little bit? Yeah, it breaks the game for a little bit. But relax, you know. It's not... You're not... I know these streamers, you know. They're trying to make money. You know, it's a, that's their living and that's fine. And the, but it doesn't make the game unplayable. Anyway, uh, that's actually the end of my show notes. So I've been doing that for 40 minutes, so that's not bad. High five. I have not tried this um, peanut butter porter. It's just, this is still really cold. You're fucking buttery. Like, it's amazing and delicious. And <laughs> oh, well, like, yeah, but, well, you know what? Actually, I did this for a reason because um, porters and stouts, are you should drink at more of a she's rolling her eyes at me because okay. I'm being a beer nerd. No, 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 no. In all fairness, they should be drink it a lot, like they should not be drink uh drank really cold. I like I I went on a business trip to California and they were like do you want water, which made sense to me because mm-hmm. they were going through a drought at the time. And I was like, "Yes." And they brought me water with no ice. And I was Ooh. just like Right. Uh, 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 excuse me. Sir, there's something yeah, there's wrong no with my ice. water. Yeah, there's no way. Like, if you see me get like a glass of pop or a glass of water, oh, it sure, is literally yeah. half filled with ice. Like, right. I am so posh that I put ice in like all of my wine. Like, I. <laughs> oh, you just love ice. So you just love everything ice cold. I need everything cold. Ice cold. Yeah, I yeah. don't like. I don't care how it affects. Right. Like. No, nope. okay. Hard dope. It's either hot or it's cold. There, yeah, is, there that's is no fine. in between. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> there I'm is gonna, no gray. There's no so gray I'm gonna try this area for me. So I'm gonna try this. So this is like. So this will be like a little precursor to, you know, doing the one chip challenge. I'm gonna try this beer right now live on my podcast. It's a uh, peanut butter porter, smooth and creamy Wait, stout. I was gonna get to that. Well, no, because I can't pronounce it, so I want to see how to say it. <laughs> Sagatuck. Sagatuck. Sagatuck Brewing Company. Sagatuck, okay. Yeah. So Sagatuck ain't right. <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay, Sagatuck. Aren't you from Michigan? Shh. <laughs> That's what my wife talks about all the time, that Michigan. You don't have a Michigan accent, apparently. I don't know. Right, so I I'm don't? trying. Apparently not, because everyone... Well, just because I don't know how to pronounce a word. like. Oh, well, no, I think you pronounce, you're pronouncing it just fine, but you, like, you put kind of an accent on it. 
like Sagatuck. I well, don't know. No one from Michigan pronounces it Sagatuck. It's Saugatuck. Saugatuck. Saw, like a saw. Yeah. So Saugatuck Brewing Company, peanut butter, porter, smooth and cream. I'm going to try this. so good, you guys. It's so fucking good. Holy shit. It just smells like straight fucking peanut butter. Chef's kiss. If he even makes like the slightest nasty face, I'm going to punch the beer out of his hand and then drink it off the floor. Oh, that's fucking good. <laughs> that's fuck. Isn't that, that is the tits? Like it's it's the the peanut butter is like the perfect level. Oh my god, it's amazing. it's the perfect level. It's it not is, too it's not too much at all. And it's like the perfect beer that like when a beer is like it's like you're drinking it's like you're just drinking a beautiful little peanut butter chocolate cookie that was just liquefied perfectly into a can. But you're also not going to slam it. Oh, absolutely not. Right. Like, wow, that's really good. So some stuff like ciders, some of the ciders that I really like, it's just like and generally, sip, 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 and it's gone before I even know it. Oh, of that course. Yeah, I yeah. can like savor and like sit and enjoy. Normally, and normally something like this like is not my thing at all. Fla- a flavored kind of beer like this, but it's like perfectly balanced. It's, oh, it's really beautiful. perfectly balanced. I mean, like, a, it's fucking good. It's The peanut butter is like a really good yeah. like porter yeah well that's the porter oh so yeah so like the the porter aftertaste is super mild which is a little little disappointing because i love a good porter aftertaste that kind of that kind of soft bitterness Mm -hmm. that you get you know all right so this has been uh the beer nerds (laughs) so but whatever i figured i'm running it off with a perfect 45 minutes of podcast so uh, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, remember next week, two weeks from now, I might I might do a little quickie next week, not here at uh Aaron and Scott's place. Uh, just maybe at home, a little quickie just to check in. But two weeks from now, big feature podcast on Battlefield 1942. It's gonna be fun. We're gonna talk all about that game. You're gonna want to hear about it. The maps, the weapons, the classes, uh, you know, history behind the weapons and the locations and all that shit. It's going to be fucking fun. So. All right. Uh, thank you to my executive producer, Aaron. Say thank you to everybody. Thanks, y'all. <laughs> all right. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. And I will catch you next time. Stay safe out there. <laughs>